guest. Third recurring guest is you, Mark Sessler, and Willie Rope. It's an elite three right now. And <laughs> the recurring guest, you got uh, Dan Helly from the Helly Pod, NFL on Fox, UFC, DirecTV. He's everywhere. Dan, has everything going for you? Great, man. Had a great weekend in Detroit calling the Washington football team and the Lions, which was a blast. Uh, turned from uh, not a great game into a phenomenal game in the second half. Does Matt Patricia know now that DeAndre Swift is pretty good? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. DeAndre got his first start of the season. And one thing I'll say about uh, Matt Patricia, he keeps everything pretty close to the vest when we have those yeah. pregame production meetings and did not want to say a whole lot about uh, DeAndre Swift, was quick to praise Adrian Peterson. And Adrian actually had a couple of nice runs in that yeah. game. Um, but I, I had a feeling that it was going to be a DeAndre Swift type of day. Yeah, no, it was wild. And then what what do you what do you I'm trying to think of the way to phrase it? How did you like what you saw from Alex Smith? Um I thought he was great. He took what the defense gave him. He made some tremendous throws. This is a different Alex Smith at quarterback than we're used to seeing. Okay. And I referenced this on the broadcast that he's having to learn how to play that position differently than he ever has before because he can't run like he used to. He can slide and move around in the pocket, but when he sees that everybody's covered up there in the secondary and in the past when he could take off and know that he was going to gain 10 yards, he has trouble outrunning defensive ends these days because he has drop foot. He wears a special brace and it's a miracle that he's even on the field playing football. And he said that he's studying guys like Philip rivers and Ben Roethlisberger guys who aren't known uh, for moving, but move very well in the pocket and trying to figure out a way to continue to play this game differently than he ever has before when they when they slipped you the piece of paper that said he just completed his he just hit the record for his most passing yards in a game did you say hey can you go double check that it's crazy right so he had a record for completions i think it was a record for attempts and and definitely a record for passing yards with 390 yards um you know detroit started playing a little looser defensively they were willing to give up that underneath pass and alex saw that and they just kept chipping away and chipping away and uh, to be honest i thought the game was headed to overtime Really? You know, Matthew okay. Stafford has 34th quarter comebacks in his career, yeah. which is the most since he's been in the NFL. He entered in 2009. So certainly you should never doubt Stafford's ability to come back. Now, I think that's a product of the environment too. Yeah. The Lions haven't been very good. Stafford's had to come from behind quite a bit. So he's had more opportunities than most. Um, but 16 seconds, I didn't know that they were going to be able to go 40 yards in, in 16 seconds. And obviously the Chase Young penalty helped yeah. him out a little bit. Do you think that was a legit call or do you think that was kind of overblown? I think it was a legit call. I think it was a 50-50 call. I think you, you could have not called it and uh, people would have been okay with it. And I think you could have called it and people would have been okay with it. Um, it was it was a tough break. Listen, he took three full steps before okay. or funny. after Alex, or I'm sorry, Matthew Stafford released yeah. the ball. So it was a dumb penalty. Yeah. Um, by a smart kid who's a rookie yeah. who owned it afterwards. And I'm sure he won't do that again. I saw you kind of found out last minute you were going to be calling a game. Yeah, I got the call on Wednesday. Uh, I was filling in for a really talented play-by-play guy named Brandon Gowden, who oh, yeah. uh, is the voice oh, of Madden. Man. Yeah, heard me up was- last night. I lost. He was yelling. Yeah. He was telling me <laughs> I wasn't doing too well. He uh, He's really good. So, yeah, he wasn't able to do the game last minute. So, I got the call Wednesday. I had to try to get a COVID test later that afternoon and then track down uh, my guy who makes my my spotting charts and make sure I could have a stack guy and a spotter there as well. And, and then flew out the next morning to Detroit and then was, uh, was on the Detroit practice field Friday morning. And it was a regular game week from there. And then I keep to leave join you. And I think it was the first time he'd been in the booth. He was fantastic. 
Oh, it keeps awesome, man. Yeah. It's listen, he's not your normal, you know, broadcaster who's had years of experience. It was his first time out there. And I think both of us were kind of getting warmed up and it took us about a quarter. And uh, once the second half rolled around, um, I thought we got in a really nice groove and he did it. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, he's, he's really smart. He knows football. He's played for Matt Patricia. Oh, yeah. He played for Jack Del Rio. He's played against Alex Smith and Matt Stafford. Half of the coaching staff uh, are guys that, that he knew on both teams yeah. or had played for. And he played against almost everybody on that field. That's wild. Who was he raving about the most that you were kind of, you, you, I guess maybe you, like the average person wouldn't have noticed that, like the normal eye. Like anybody he said, like this guy's playing, outperforming much his expectations? Um, I, I, I'm trying to pinpoint somebody in particular. Um, nobody really pops out. Okay. I, I, you know, I, he, he had a lot of respect for Terry McLaurin, which is, yeah. should be no surprise. Um, he, uh, he also taught Deandre Swift was, was great. Yeah. was great in that game. And I think we knew that, um, as I said earlier, it was going to be a Deandre Swift type of game, um, with that Washington run defense. It's, you know, it's 23rd in the NFL. It, Washington is, is interesting defensively because, you looked at their numbers going into the game, the number one pass defense. And, you know, in terms of points per game, everything was basically a top 10 defense, but um, you know, they, you can run on them. We saw that against the giants, right? Yep. The giants racked up 166 yards with Alfred Morris and Wayne Gallman. Like yep. you can run on that Washington defense and Detroit knew that. And the other game plan they really wanted to have going in was just to muddy up the pocket for Alex Smith. Now they didn't get to Alex Smith as much as they wanted to. I believe they only had two sacks in the game. Okay. Um, but uh, they, they made it – they tried to make it difficult on it, but Alex figured it out, man. He figured yeah. it out. Yeah. So for Washington, for the season as a whole, how do you think it's gone based on, like, the personnel that they have? That's a good question. Uh, well, not well. I mean, anytime you have two wins and um, you're, you're struggling and you're going to have a top five pick yeah. at this point, it hasn't gone well. Yeah. Um, I still think they have to figure out the quarterback situation as well as Alex played. I don't know if he's – you know, the long-term answer at that position. Okay. Um, I think Dwayne gets another look at some point, you know, when the division is officially out of reach. Yeah. Um, and that could be a while with the way that the NFC East is going. Like Ron, Ron made it clear as he has, listen, he, he tells it like it is. You ask him a question, he's going to give you a real answer. He was the same way in our production meetings that he is with the local media there in Washington. Yeah. And um, he's trying to win the division. He's trying to win ball games. And when that is out of reach. And I think you could see some changes, but it's a tough situation when you're trying to win ball games and you marry that with yeah. trying to play young guys, you know, they played 28 young guys. And by young guys, I mean, players in their first, second or third year. Yeah. So I think when the division's out of reach, you're going to see more of those guys playing, um, you know, higher snap counts, but in, until then he's trying to win ball games. No, cause I remember I was on the, I was on the, um, the presser with the fan when, um, he benched Dwayne and they were grilling him. Everybody was grilling him. Like, I think a lot of people thought they were going to wait until they played the giants the second time to see how he did or yeah. no, that the giants the first time they played the first time, give him to the giants, see how he does. But then he just yanked him after the Ravens game, but he, he was sold on Allen. Now he's sold on Smith. And now I saw he's saying he thinks he could be the long-term starter. Do you think that's just kind of hearsay or do you think is there there's there's no chance they don't take a quarterback in april right yeah i don't i i don't know that you want to put you when you're looking long term and yeah. i know quarterbacks are playing until yeah. they're 40 plus these days but yeah. um i, I alex I, I would love to see alex start for washington for the next five years i don't know that that's a realistic possibility certainly that the quarterback position is still on their radar and and 
you know, they got to figure out what they're doing with Dwayne at this point. Are there any guys uh, coming into the draft that you, you kept your eye on? Well, I, I, I like Luke Wilson, you know, the kid out of BYU. Oh, Zach, uh, Zach. Zach Wilson. Thank yeah. you. Luke Wilson's a tight end. Um, I've Luke seen Wilson, him. He was on the show. Luke Wilson was on that uh, show in like the 90s, wasn't he? Luke Wilson. That, oh, that's Luke Luke Wilson, like, that's Luke Perry. I'm thinking of Luke you're thinking Perry. Beverly Hills 902 yeah, before yeah. your time. Yeah, yeah a little bit. That's why I got the last like name that. wrong. The, you know, that was yeah. one of my shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is awesome. You yeah. know, the, the kid out of North Dakota State uh, has some. Yeah. yeah, Trey Lance has has a lot of talent. I mean, there's going to be, you, you know, there's and Justin Fields. Obviously, there's going to be three guys that go early, and now they're talking about Mac Jones out of Alabama even being a first round pick. And Trask so could, in Florida. You could see five. Yeah, and Kyle Trask has been playing great too. So yeah. maybe five or six guys in the first round. They they're yeah. Listen, they're going to need to get a quarterback. I think. If they if they love what they saw at Alex Smith, that say they, it's, it, I don't think they're winning the division because I don't I don't know who's going to win this division. It might be like it might be like the like the Rams for all we know because I don't know who the, I don't think any of these teams are that good in the NFTs. But um, it, it'd be great if they said, hey, like we're going to choose somebody else. Like nobody wants to see this on a Saturday afternoon. Um, so if they went and grabbed the tackle from Oregon Sewell, would you be disappointed? Penne? Yeah. Um. I think in a quarterback rich draft, you need yeah. to draft a quarterback. I, right. I said early on last year that if I were them, I would have drafted Tua. Really? And I, I kind of came around and, you know, I knew that, that they were going to, they were going to play Dwayne and then, um, you know, Chase, Chase has a potential to be a generational type oh, yeah. player. But I think when a quarterback's there, um, you go get them. And, and, you know, now of course, Tua's playing well and everybody's yeah. kind of talking about that again, but if there's, if, if there are two or three guys that you're sold on and you know, you're not going to get one of them. Yeah. One of them being Trevor Lawrence, because he's going to go to the jets because they're terrible. Um, then you got to get one. You, you got to get a quarter, everything. It starts and ends with the quarterback. You're, you're not, you're not going anywhere. You might be able to make the playoffs with the yeah. average quarterback. You're not winning the super bowl with an average quarterback. If, if the NFL did like a weird draft, like baseball does, and they say the draft happened in the middle of week 11 and all of a sudden the draft starts next week. Would you take Tua over chase young right now? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And then, and then around the league, who, who have been some of the teams you've been kind of surprised by and teams you've been disappointed by? Um, well, I've been, I've been disappointed by new England. I know new England beat Baltimore and um, I, I, I thought they were going to be better um, with cam. Um, I think the Steelers have been just absolutely fantastic. Uh, I was, I'm surprised that the Titans have, um, you know, after starting five and zero, have lost yeah. three in a row. That's a tough yeah. division, man, yeah. with the Titans and the Colts. Yep. Um, Kansas City, I obviously still the team to beat uh, in the AFC. The Packers are about where I thought they would be, um, and then New Orleans doing what they've done without Michael Thomas the majority of the way yeah. to win six in a row. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen now without Drew Brees. You know, they're not saying how long he's going to be out, but it, it's not going to be a game. It's at least going to be yeah, a yeah. couple maybe three. So Jameis, it looks I can't like wait. I can't wait. We get Jameis with LASIK. It's going to be electric. Like he can, he can <laughs> well, see now. Hey, yeah. I mean, we got to see a little taste yeah. of him with appetizer last week, but, um, yeah. and, and, you know, you talk about tough divisions. Those two teams are, you, you can make the argument that the saints and the Bucks uh, are the best two teams yeah. in the NFC right now. At least yeah. that's the way it looks. Um, and then, you know, Arizona has been a surprise. Yeah. To me. I think they've surprised everybody the way that they played. I, I called one of their games last year. I know how electric Kyler can yeah. be. 
um, D hop going up to get that and triple coverage, you know, basically, you know, tooting his own horn saying, you know, in the NBA, that's, that's, that's when you get yeah. dunked on. He's right. Hey, yeah. you know, more power to him. That was an amazing play. And uh, Jordan brand should make a commercial out of that yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen that running yet. Yeah. Um, and that division is stacked. It's stacked. It's with, you know, the Rams and the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Now they're all good. Yeah. I don't know if any of those teams is great. No. Um, and, and I'm, I'm curious to see who ends up coming out, you know, of that division. And then, you know, in the North, the Vikings are starting to come on a little yeah. bit. Um, we had Kirk, Adam Kirk went on Monday night. Yeah. First time. First time. Yeah. Hey, it was, what was he? Oh, and nine going into that. I think so. So, you know, yes. he gets the monkey off his back there. Yeah. And, um, we had Adam Thielen on the yeah, helipod last awesome. week, had a couple of touchdowns. So that, I was, I was pumped about that. Did he tell you about the cleats he was going to wear? He did not. Oh. He did not tell us about the Trebek cleats. I would have bet on. A, I would have. I would have bet bet a prop. As soon as I saw the cleats, I'm like, all right. He's, I started him in fantasy. As soon as I saw that. Um. Yeah. Because that's interesting. And then with um the with um Jameis in New Orleans, do you think that offense is going to continue to run similar to what happened with Teddy Bridgewater last year, or do you think they're going to fall off a little bit? Um. They're very different quarterbacks, yeah. right? So like Teddy was more similar to Drew. Yeah. And Jameis takes shots. And so I think that offense could be exciting. I don't, I don't, they could be in terms of productivity. Yeah. It could be the same. I think Teddy was undefeated. I think Teddy went yeah, five and oh. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's going to, it's just different. Like, I don't know if it's going to be better, if it's going to be the same. I, I think they're, they're really good. And I think if Jameis plays within that system, he's, he's going to make himself some yeah. money because somebody's going to, um, you know, sign him next year to, to be a starter because everybody needs a quarterback. But um, yeah, I'm I'm very I'm really anxious to see how that plays out. Are you surprised how much the Seahawks have fallen off like in the last month? No, because the defense isn't any good. No, and I think you knew it was going to catch up with him eventually. It was a sexy story. Let Russ cook. He's in the MVP yeah. race. Um, you know the the Jalen Ramsey was able to. The, the, DK's is unbelievable, yeah. but when you're down, you're two starting running backs um it's it's, alex collins out there i funny story alex collins when he got cut by baltimore he got cut because he he, what did he do i think he he drove under the influence coming from a bar in towson going back to the practice facility i saw him at the bar that night (laughs) did you really yeah and then i'm like were you doing shots with alex collins no he was near me though i I wish that would have been a great story yeah yeah so he and then and then all of a sudden they saw he he, I, i guess it happened in owings mills um, uh, yeah, so it's interesting, but yeah, and then and then with the Steelers, do you do you think that they're they're undefeated right now? Do you think they have what it takes to beat Kansas City? Because I still I still don't feel that yet. No, I, I I mean I just I love Kansas City, and I mean listen, the Raiders can beat Kansas City, so yes, the Steelers can beat Kansas City. But I think if you get them in the playoffs, and you're asking me uh, who I want to bet a paycheck on, yeah, um, you know I'm I'm betting on Kansas City, but. Yeah. They, you know, they have, they have the Jags coming up and then they have the Ravens and they have Washington. Yeah. So let's just say the Ravens find a way to beat them, which I don't think they will. I, think, I, I mean, I, I think you're looking at like a 12 and 0 Steelers team going into uh, their next game against the Bills. Yeah. And, and with speaking of the Ravens, do you think these next two games for them are very telling? Cause you're going up against the Titans team that, that took you down in the playoffs and then you're going up against the Steelers team on Thanksgiving. How do you see that going for them? Because they've struggled. The record, the record's great. They haven't, they've struggled this year. Well, the narrative on the, on the Ravens is an easy one. They, 
they have trouble playing from behind. Yes. Um, and obviously the circumstances uh, on that Sunday night game were just crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but when Lamar's out there, anything is possible. That's true. And I mean, listen, he can sling it when he needs to sling it. I know the numbers are way down. Certainly when he runs, anything can happen. Um, as you know, I'm partial to the Titans because I do their preseason yeah. games. Um, I'd love to see them get back on track, but that's definitely one of the games I'm most looking forward to. No doubt. Do, do, do you think they have what it takes to get back to the postseason, or do you think what, what do you think the issue's been with that? I know the, the defense has struggled a little the bit. The Titans, yeah, yeah. Uh, the defense. It's weird because they had pieces on defense. Jeffrey Simmons is an absolute yeah, beast on the D line. They signed you, Davion Clowney. Um, they they don't get enough pressure on the quarterback off the edge. Jadavion's just not that guy. Um, you know he'll he'll occasionally pressure the quarterback. He, he does a great job of setting the edge. He does a great job against the run, but he's never had double digit sacks in his entire career. Um, they're a really good football team. Yeah. I, I can tell you that much. I, I don't know that they're they're kind of the same as they were last year in terms of I don't know that I put them into that tier where they're they're gonna you know, be able to beat the chiefs, which is, that's what everybody's shooting for right now. Right. When you go into a draft, you draft to beat other teams in your division and then beat the teams that are ahead of you in the conference. And that's what the Ravens and the Titans and those teams are trying to do. They're trying to fit into the Steelers. They're they're drafting to find pieces so they can beat the chiefs and deal with Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think they're there yet. Who do you think is this year's Titans? That's just going to kind of sneak into the playoffs and maybe upset some people. Arizona. I, I think Arizona could do that, especially in the NFC. Um, nobody's really been able to figure out no. Kyler yet. Um, you know, D hop's been a tremendous addition. Um, you know, the defense is, the defense is solid. Yeah. And I just think when you have, you look at those guys that that are like Kyler, right. Yeah. The, the Lamar Jackson's and yeah. the Russell Wilson's. And it's like, you just never, give up on him you never it's never over until it's over yeah and he just has that way about him and i mean from a rushing perspective he's yeah. on track to have more yards than lamar had last year oh yeah it's insane and then and then and then since you're out in la i don't think people are taking the ram seriously do you, do you agree with that because i feel like they're, they're they're up there but like i don't think anybody's really considering them one of the best do, do you think they have what it takes to kind of maybe even get back to that super bowl where they they lost to new england <sighs> they're good i just don't know if I mean, I can see them making a run in the playoffs. Um, I just think some teams, some teams figure them out. You know, the Dolphins figured them out. They, yeah. they, they brought pressure um, like no other. Jared Goff couldn't deal with it, and obviously, it was that same formula that yeah. the Patriots used to beat them in the Super Bowl. And I, I, you know, it's they're 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 taking on. They have the Bucks, the 49ers, and then the Cardinals. Yep. And despite the way things have gone for the 49ers, like that, that's still in my mind, not a, not a gimme game. That's not a pushover game. Um, Let me see how they get through that. And then, Oh, by the way, they have the Patriots after that. So (laughs) this, this next four game stretch, they're sitting at six and three, you know, if, if you can get out of there at, at eight and five, um, you know, so you split that four, then I think you might be in, you might be in pretty good shape, but they also lose Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. I know it's only six to eight weeks, but he's their best offensive lineman. So, you know, that's, there's something to be said for that. And they've had their, you know, their, their kicking issues and um, there's, there's still things that they're working on there. It's not, it's not perfect in LA. No. Yeah. No. And then one last question for you. So uh, Helipod has been going great. You guys have some great guests. Um, What can people look forward to? Who do you guys have on the horizon? 
Yeah, we got Steph Diggs uh, oh, coming cool. up. So Stefan Diggs, the leading receiver in the NFL, is going to be joining MJD and me. Uh, we tape on Wednesday. Oh, we'll try cool. to get out there Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Um, and then we'll be previewing the games, tell a few stories from, uh, you know, my uh, adventure over the weekend, calling the Detroit-Washington game with Aqib Tlaib, which was yeah. awesome. And then um, on Thursday, uh, I'm going to do a long-form interview with Aqib, and we're going to, you know, delve a little deeper into uh, – our experiences and, and his playing career oh, and, cool. you know, ask him all the interesting questions everybody yeah. wants to know, like oh, snatching yeah. the chain off Michael Crabtree. And hey, stuff. I was going to so, ask you if, if you were wearing a necklace and he tried to maybe say, Hey, I, you, what you got there and kind of flinch a little bit. I saw, I saw on Twitter, a couple of people, people like guard your chain, Helly, guard your chain. I don't have any chains though. So I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all the really questions I really have for you. How can people find you on social media? Keep up with you and see what you're doing. Yeah. Just at Dan Helly, H E L L I E. Um, I'm on uh, Insta and Twitter and um, download the Helipod. Check it out. I think you enjoy it. And we've done a bunch of great interviews, man, yeah. you know, with McVeigh and Vrabel and Warren Sapp and Brady Quinn and Nate Burleson and just so many guys on and on. Um, a lot of really cool stories yeah. that, you know, if you're going for a run or going to the, well, you're not really going to the gym these days, but not, not in the next uh, week because yeah. everybody's shut them all down. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the car, but so they're not, the ones I'm doing now with MJD are, are timely and we're talking about oh, games cool. that are going on, but, the ones I did before the season are just long form interviews with guys cool. and they're just, we're just chopping it up and they're telling great stories um, about their careers and their rookie seasons and what they're doing now. And some of the current guys, it's um, I think it's a good listen. Are there any, were there any stories that kind of caught your attention? Like kind of just made you kind of like hesitate for a second that, that stick out to you or nothing really like that? Uh, oh, there, I mean, man, there, there are so many like Sap had a, a few from his, his playing days and, um, you know, asked him about his post-playing career, which has been, you know, kind of tumultuous yeah. and some of the do-overs that he would have. And yeah. um, Sean McVay had some good stories about working uh, with Matt LaFleur. Uh, I asked them about a little story <laughs> that I heard there uh, that LaFleur told me. And he's like, oh, no, that's BS. That's not that's not entirely <laughs> accurate. And then he went on to tell his version of the story. Um, and that was uh, that was pretty good. And, you know, Brady Quinn, I asked Brady Quinn what was one of his uh, big do-overs in his career and like so many guys he's like oh, i don't like to really look back and second guess but if there was one thing when i was in denver you know they offered him a contract to come back and be peyton manning's backup and instead he chose to go to kansas city had a rough sure. year there and um ended up out of the league you know a couple of years later and yeah he does look back and he's like because he wanted to play he wanted to start yeah. um and he looks back and thinks about wow maybe i could have been with peyton and learned from peyton and you know won a super bowl and then and then you know, maybe he would have lasted a little bit longer. So that's something I had never heard before yeah. um, from Brady. But, you know, just having these guys on, as you know, Zach, the most valuable thing you can ask somebody for is their time and attention. And to get these guys on for an hour yeah. or so and just share the stories, um, it's, it's like I said, I think it's worth a listen, man. There's a lot of, a lot of nuggets, a lot of gold in there that, uh, that, that I haven't heard before that these guys are, are nice enough to share. Yeah, I was talking to um, Chad Henning earlier today. He's insane story for from the cowboys air force academy man air yeah. force yeah i'm like I, my first question was what kind of leg room do they have in those um fighter uh, jets yes yeah, he's six six and i'm like they're not gonna have these set for bigger guys he said you see right. squeeze so yeah but it, it, I, I said to him i said why haven't they made a back epic about your life he goes i'm not gonna this channel yet. so <laughs>